Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network. Richard listens on sports. Hey, everybody. And I need to mute my phone, apparently. <laughs> and so does my guest. <laughs> We're hearing an echo in studio. Welcome, everybody. It's Monday again. We are back and we are live. And thank you for being with us. It's an exciting time. NBA finals are in full effect. Uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights won the first game in the end. HL Finals, and it looks like the Capitals are up two games to one in that. So a lot of exciting things happening uh, in the world of sports. We have general managers hacking Instagram accounts. <laughs> we have all kinds of things going on, and uh, I'm excited to be coming to you today. Uh, we have uh, our fitness wellness expert, Caitlin Patricia Weiler, uh, will be joining us live via Zoom. And today's guest is a peak performer in uh, many aspects, and I'm excited to be holding the mic today because usually he'd be uh, yelling at me to jump through a cone or, or do a burpee or something like that, so I get to, to hold the stopwatch on him today. <laughs> you see. Um, so uh, it's going to be exciting. We are going to do our rapid-fire uh, segment. We're going to get to know Deontay, um, things that motivate him. Uh, and the things that motivate him to motivate others. And let's see. I want to thank our uh, special sponsors, uh, Alien Pro Grips for baseball or tennis. And I uh, thank all of you. We're up over a 1,000 followers on Instagram. So thanks to all of you supporting the show, reaching out, and um, supporting us. And thanks for all of you who subscribe to the ebook. And more to come on that front this month. Look out for some uh, videos and promos to that effect. So without further ado, uh, our guest today, you've seen uh, all the promos online, Mr. Deontay Brooks, um, a.k.a. Fourth Quarter DB, um, is currently a uh, trainer and coach and also a youth mentor. He uh, graduated from, he started out at Dominguez High and finished at Compton High and took Compton High to its first playoff win in over 20 years. Uh, and then continued on uh, with football to Portland State. Shout out to the state of Oregon. Always uh, one of my favorite uh, 
Um, and uh, so we're, we're excited to hear about his journey. And then uh, we're going to give a little segment later for all you who are interested in the NFL and the NFL Combine. We're going to get a look at uh, the 40-yard dash and some tips from Deontay on how to improve your 40 time, uh, or at least my 40 time, which is which is pretty slow. But um, you know what? We all have to start somewhere, and uh, we don't want to discourage even those of you who have uh, you know, never even attempted uh, a walk around the block, let alone a 40-yard dash, from, from giving it a shot. So without further ado, we're going to introduce Mr. Deontay Brooks. <laughs> Hey, Rich, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you. I know it hasn't been easy to get you in here, and you have a busy training schedule. A little bit. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. It gets hectic a little bit for me. So um, we're going we're gonna to introduce you briefly, then we'll bring on uh, Caitlin while, while she has a moment to do her segment. And then we'll get into some of the the nitty gritty. Sounds good. Yeah. So you um, you you mentioned that you had to transfer from uh, Dominguez to Compton High. Was that because um, the family moved or something like that? Or no, uh, it's actually uh, just a better coaching. football program. Uh, just a coaching change. Uh, we had a different set of coaches when I uh, first started attending at Dominguez High School uh, by the name of Coach Bryant. And uh, he ended up getting a head coaching job at Compton High. So a lot of our players kind of like some players stayed at Dominguez and then some players went over with Coach Bryant. So I was one of the players that actually like transferred, uh, transferred over and went with Coach Bryant to play with him at Compton High. So you knew there was something special that was going to happen yeah, over there. Yeah, so uh, basically all the kids that pretty much that transferred over, we had already already played with each other for, like almost basically all through our life, coming up through the pot runner run. Uh, Pop one of the ranks, so the guess I guess he was wanting to put it all together and then bring it, make it all make sense, and come back and play for a coach that we already been playing for. Dominguez is already it's already a known powerhouse for back in our, back in our town, so Compton High was really not known for like big football. Mm -hmm. uh, so we wanted to all like we all grew from the city of Compton, wanted to like make that that school be known for something more than what it was. Mm. Yeah. So you're a big Pop Warner guy. Yeah, yeah, I come from the Pop Warner ranks. Yeah, and um, how do you feel about its uh, progress and development, importance in youth sports? Uh, I feel I feel it's very uh, grew so much I've, since I've been uh, from the youth into what I see now is grew tremendously. I, I tell kids now you can literally play football twelve months throughout the year. Uh, when I grew up, you just basically had just football practice in the summer and just the football season. And after the football season, it was over. Now. You have camp, you have training camps, you have Nike events, you have Adidas events, you have seven on seven tournaments, you have flag football, you have then you have the regular football, you have so many leagues that you could just go off doing this, so many safety things that they're teaching the kids now how to play. So it's really kinda like very exciting to see kids that they grew up in this in this type of environment to be able to like put all their ethics in what they like what they enjoy to do. Yeah, that's an interesting point. So you touched on a couple things there. So now there's more access, there's more opportunity. Yeah. On the other hand, we know there's there's more injury, and um, it's tough when you're playing year round. Um, how to take care of yourself and how to learn how to to keep safe. I'm wondering if it was an advantage for you coming from Southern California in the heat when you when you wound up and going going uh, up there to Oregon. I don't know about it was an advantage for me. <laughs> I think it's probably the disadvantage for me coming uh coming from Southern California and trans uh going to uh or up in Oregon. Uh 
Uh, it's very, it's very cold. It's very cold out there. But I think the big, the biggest thing for me is just uh, the seeing a different atmosphere of people. Uh, I think me being from the inner city of coming from Los Angeles and uh, my city is from Compton. Uh, I wasn't that very diverse of seeing like a different cultural backgrounds of people. So me going up there to Oregon, I, that just taught me a lot of more about this different other cultures and uh, being becoming friends and meeting other new people and just experiencing new things with other people. So it opened my life up to a, lot, a whole lot of new things going up there. Yeah, and that's a beauty beauty of sports as well. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to hear more from, from Deontay and, and get his critique on my uh, 40. I'm, pu- I'm putting this off as long as I can. But without further ado, special segment we always like to bring to you. We thank her for being here with you today, our fitness wellness expert and fitness wellness tip with Caitlin Patricia Weiler. Welcome. Hi, guys. How are you? Can you hear me loud and clear? We can. We can. How you doing? Hello. Hey guys, can you hear me? We can. Hello. Okay, good. Thanks for having me. Deontay, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. It's really wonderful all the things that you do. And I kind of thought before I give a fitness wellness tip, I thought I would, you know, plug in a question for you because is it true to say that you've really worked with, I mean, you've worked with, you know, kids, you've worked with adults, you've worked with such a wide range of people in sports, correct? Correct. So, can I ask you, what would you say is the biggest difference or the most commonality between working with such different age ranges when you're, um, you know, training with sports? Uh, I give this, uh, I get this question a lot. Uh, the biggest difference between like working with adults and working with kids is uh, uh, adults have their own life going on. So they're more of, they're more of like, I want this rather than when you work with kids, they just it's just hey I want you to do this and they're like hey what's next what's next what's next so the, the, the atmosphere of just working with kids is just always so cool because they're so excited to work with you and they're motivated you don't really have to like like you know rah 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 with them you know with with adults it's more like let's go let's go let's go because they got their own lives and which is which is understandable you know so they need more of the push right and I'm sure that you know because kids don't have a certain certain things ingrained in them yet, it's easy for them to come up with something you know that you're training them with and adapt to that and make that their correct you know their new regimen. Where an adult is kind of stuck in their own ways, we can yeah. be stubborn as adults, right? And it's harder to kind of push them outside their comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to find different uh, kind of elements to, to push uh, adults out there uh, out their comfort zone. But I mean, in, in both in both ways, the the, the commonality is they're both challenging. I mean, I mean, with kids, uh, like you said, you have to get into, you have to get inside their heads. You know, you have to get them to expand their intention span because you know, kids. You know, if you're not keeping them active, they're they're going to differ off that way. They're going to start talking. They're going to start laughing. They're going to start playing. So you have to keep them very attentive. And then adults, and then adults is more challenging. Of like you said, you just have to find different ways to motivate, keep keep adults motivated to stay on their goal because they got so many other things going on in life so they could get distracted and fall off so fast as well. Right. And I would say, too, as adults, we are a little bit more, um, have more temptations for, you know, when it comes to eating, to eating, you know, what's in front of us. I mean, I know kids are kind of the opposite of the spectrum. They kind of, you know, are on you know, their parents, 
yeah. you know, terms. But um, one, my tip today actually is, you know, I've been transitioning, you know, my business kit body and my nutrition um, services that I offer people and kind of finding how can I elevate this program that I've been doing for years and, and make it better. And what I've come up with by being out in, you know, local communities and talking and working with people is that adults, seem to need more accountability and more support. Do you find that true when you're training with athletes? Uh, when I'm training with athletes, uh, they, they, uh, athletes need more push, but athletes already come a little more motivated because they have a particular goal already. They have set already for themselves. So they come in already with the aspect of, I need this, I want to get this. More of with just a regular adult, they're more of just, going for a look or going for a change so but they never had it before so there's more of like they're really going trying to push themselves to see can i can i get there rather than a athletes knowing that uh, i'm just trying to get this goal i i need to go out perform somebody so it's really just a different comment of a feather of how they want to be motivated and how they want to be pushed and going towards the goal so how does that affect you right, as and a, gonna have yeah this. I'm sorry, Kayla. I just want to piggyback no, on your the question. Yeah, from the, from the whole team versus you know not having the support from just a trainer. You have you yeah. know, other the other athletes to support and motivate them too. Of course, yeah. And then and you have like you say you have coaches, you have trainers, you have you have family that's pushing you in the background, and you have just a sense of like knowing where you see where you want to you see where you want to be at. Uh, other people like regular the regular. Uh, uh, adult that just comes in and says, hey, I just want to start doing this. They really haven't seen where they can really be, so they don't see the potential yet. So I, I guess the factor of that you want you want to get someone to get to – you want to see see results. The, 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 the goal for everything when you work out is you want to see results. If you don't res- see results, you kind of like get – kind of like fall off the wagon a little bit. Yeah, so do you right, feel – Richard, yeah. how can you relate that to the mental part of all that, you know? Well, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to say, you know, does is the mental preparation different when you have an athlete coming in who you know has this expectation uh, to be pushed? You know, I'm wondering if you feel level of like challenge or like I have to prepare harder. You know, how how does that affect your mental game and your work? Uh, where it seems like where if somebody is coming in, they're just like, yeah, I want to lose 15 pounds. I mean, I've seen you at work, and yeah. I see, like, if you can, like, you know, in a way have more fun because you're like, hey, I'm going to push this person to things they've never done before. Yeah. Uh, whereas an athlete is like, hey, I need to slice X amount of time off my 40, or I need to be bench, I need to bench, you know, 50 pounds higher by by the preseason. Yeah, well, with the athlete, uh, it's specific things that you know that you want to do with them because they're coming in there for, for a specific reason. So you want to basically stick to that specific reason. With uh, uh, average, with the average Joe, uh, you could be creative, you could be fun. So that's that's the that's the fun part about that because they don't have no specific thing they're trying to stick to. Their goal mm-hmm. is just basically to look good, feel good, uh, you know, have a nice spirit, have a nice mind. So you can kind of like you could you could kind of like tear after them. You kind of like get at them like I push you guys uh, <laughs> at the gym. <laughs> so does 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 an athlete want to have fun as well though in their off season? Definitely. I mean, definitely. They want to have fun as well. Uh, I mean, but but this, the sport, the sport itself, as the athlete, is the fun. I mean, I guess the, I guess the grind work of the athlete is the part of what he's doing in the off season. That's the grind time for the athlete. The fun part of the time is when you're in the season and when you uh, 
you know, when you when you playing the games, when you when you winning games, when you're coming off the field with your fellas, with your brothers, you know, that's that's the fun times you get out of sports. So I, I would I would say I would say the off season is more like you just want to grind, you want to put in the work, you want to make sure that you're getting your like you said, you want to cut down your forty time, you want to get a higher bench, you want to get a higher squat. Um, that's when you're focusing. You really want to be focusing in on off season as an athlete. Yeah. So, Rami, again, Caitlin, was that your, what was your specific question? Well, yeah, no, it was just kind of a combination of questions because I started to say when I've been out recently in the community and really working with people in person because most of my services with my nutrition consulting have been online-based is that what I was lacking with some of my services is having that more support system so that not only did my clients get accountability from me, their trainer, but also getting accountability from the support system around them. So I was just kind of curious with Deontay how that differentiated between, you know, the general public and athletes, um, because what I'm finding is that the general public really just does need that support system. So I'm working on, you know, getting a, a better um you know, system in place for kit body so that everyone who is in my program can utilize supporting each other as well. Of course. Uh, now, you now repeat the question. Do you want to get people to be supportive in kick body? Well, kit body is her brand. Okay. No, so, but I think, yeah, what yeah, you're saying is business. what I'm so noticing. What I guess I, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, I'm noticing. Right. So. It, someone may come in, right, having fun and saying they want to lose weight, and they start having fun with the workouts. Mm-hmm. And it may take them a while to be like, hey, I need help with my nutrition as well. Okay. Like, right, they, they may get down the workout part, but they may not realize that there's changes they need to make, you know, in their family environment. They may not know the support they need in terms of changing dietary intake or um, – uh, needing more support in different areas. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, having having, I'm sure that's why your nutrition, coaching, all these different arms need to work well together, and why most teams have a sports psychology component. I mean, even yeah, I'm, I'm even working with high schools yeah. now in the LA area. Yeah. Well, nutrition is always going to be your your number one source of of changing the body. I mean, that's the biggest thing of always nutrition. Amen uh, for saying that, Deontay. Because- <laughs> People do not understand that. It is yeah. it is such a game changer yeah, when you focus on your nutrition. It's the nutrition part, y'all. The nutrition is about 75, 80% of, the, of, of everything that you're doing right now. Uh, the output working, the look good part of it, the feel good part of it is the workout. But the nutrition part is the grind time, what you got to do to actually see the best results and feel good about yourself. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just it's the simple key, the facts of uh, – of just staying balanced. Uh, I always tell people it's not to like you don't have to like go overboard with yourself, but it's just always stay balanced with yourself. Don't don't go over. Don't push yourself to the limit of like ch- cheating yourself out of things that you that you crave that you like. But don't also don't over don't overboard. Don't over limit yourself with that item as well. So you don't have to have it five times a day in a row, or you don't have to have it five days a week. You go for one day a week, or go try to minimize it to two days a week, something like that. You know? So how do you how do you address this with people who aren't telling you or not showing you this, right? Because you see them in front of you, whether or not they're giving effort on their their push ups or crunches, but you don't always see what they're doing once they leave the gym. You're right. Uh, that's why it's always I always tell people. Uh, I'm a I'm a firm believer. I always say that uh, I am the person that's going to push you. I am the person that's going to motivate you. 
Uh, I could give you all the tools, but at some point you have to be the person that says, I want this as well. So when you go home, you have to understand that I am not able to uh, yell at you and say, give me more burpees when you put pick up a chocolate bar or you pick up the chips or whatever you like <laughs> at home. So them things that you have to look at yourself and say, hey, uh, I go, I'm going to wake up and I am going to go see Deontay tomorrow. Do I do I want to eat this just this, this chips or is this really going to help me? Or should I just go ahead and do what I need to do? So it's some sense of looking down on yourself and just saying, hey, this is what I want as well. This is what I'm doing it for. And if I'm doing it, why not give it the best effort? Uh, why give anything 50% or half percent? You know, it's no, it makes no sense. So do you take a different approach? I mean, we're talking about, I have a, you know, a distinct picture between, you know, you're working with people that are maybe, you know, Hollywood and industry type and are willing to make the investment in a trainer versus people who come from, you know, I've, I've been approached by, you know, Narbonne High. I mean, you're talking about Compton High, right? These people that may not have same resources, especially yeah. as a youth. Um, how would you speak to those, the youth that you work with, right? How do you get them to buy in about taking care of themselves? Uh, the youth I work, I, I transparency. Uh, I like to be transparent with the youth. I come from the same area uh, with most kids that I work with. I've been through a lot of the same hardships that most kids have been through. So the most thing is just letting them know, like, hey, I've, I've been through the same thing, and hey, if I can do it and I can get out of it, you can. Uh, uh, there's always a different way. And I'd always tell kids that I didn't have, like, someone like me that could come around and be able to tell you, like, the different outputs or what to eat or how to train and how to do this and how to do that. So the output of seeing someone that you can actually see, like, hey, he came from the same area as me and, and he got to a certain point uh, and be able to go back and be able to talk to that kid and be able to let him know, like, hey, you, you want to do this, you want to stay on this road. And, and like I said, you also got to let a kid be a kid. They have to grow and find their own way because this is how we are going to evolve in this life. But just having something in the background of this, something to uh, be instilled and have a good foundation of. Yeah, mentors. Mentors, uh, I mean, having a, even one mentor can change your life. I know it definitely. I know it influenced me with, with basketball or one person you think cares or you think it will listen if you're if you're ready when you're ready. Definitely. Definitely. Um so Caitlin, did we did you yes. have anything else you want to ask us today? I know you have to jump off soon. Um anything else? No, that was wonderful <laughs> feedback, Deontay, and I just love that you know you agree that it's like the eighty twenty rule that eighty percent is so nutrition because I yeah. know if your athletes come in to train with you and like you said, they had that pizza or cake that night before they're that's going to show in their performance just just as much. So um, thanks for all the great work that you do in your community and for people to make them, you know, feel better and and reach their goals. So uh, it was an honor to, to talk with you, and you guys have a great rest of the show. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. As always, Caitlin can be found. <laughs> she can be found on Instagram at KitKate, K-I-T-C-A-T. IT and look at the promos for all our other social media and wonderful contact information. We look forward to having her back in Los Angeles in studio, hopefully soon, but she's out traveling the world doing her thing and we always love her feedback. So we've got a lot to cover, not a lot of time. Um, so we got a couple segments we want to get in here and we're going to get a little bit more about uh, Deontay's journey. So um, do we have the, the clip on the 40 for all you athletes out there trying to prepare <laughs> for the combine? We're going to show uh, uh, a goofy me uh, without a little warm-up running it, but we want to get uh, 
uh, Deontay's uh, coaching feedback here and how to slice down your 40 time. So I think this is the first run here. Did I even start running yet, or is it slow-mo? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. It's probably, uh... Let's see. Were, were you timing this? Yeah, this is timed. Let's see. Or our listeners can't... Oh, there I go. Whoa. I don't know if you can see that one. Oh, nice finish right there. <laughs> Play the second one. I think the second one we got it done. Oh, that was it? Okay. So f- forget about me, but we got that down to, a, I think that was my, my fastest at a, at a 6.540. Uh, so um, what are the main things you focus on when you're trying to run your 40-yard dash? And, and um, uh, Definitely. Uh, main thing is always just the start. You always want to start off at low. You want to start off live, you want to drive. You always want to make sure you're driving yourself. Uh, getting hips up, driving knees up, and make sure the elbows is high and tight, and make sure you're pumping and keeping your chin low. Uh, first, the first 10 yards is always the most important thing, and then keeping a nice stride all the way through. Yeah, because I noticed you stand up too quick. That wind starts to hit you. It starts to hit you and holds you back. You're right. It's gravity. <laughs> <laughs> so are you seeing a lot of guys come in who are, who are trying to just slice even like, you know, point two off their 40? I mean, is that... Uh, that's more, I mean the forty time is more of like when you're getting ready for like the the combine events when you're trying to slice that. Uh, it's, it's, it's very important to, to to work on to work on that event. Uh, it's more it's more important than what I do is like I do more agility, uh, speed work, footwork training, uh, hip turning, uh, uh, speed of direction, change of direction movements, uh, lateral movements, all the type of different other movements that that go along with the actual sport. Uh, the forty time, as we know, is just something that we just want to clock and see what what how fast you are, what's your what top speed, speed. What's, your, what's your top speed. But as you know, as as we play in a game, that you know, the game is played at different levels. Like you know, at, at different changes of pace, it's not always about the top speed. Right. You may be going from almost a standstill to having to get a running back in the hole. Correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's yeah. We've got some photos of you and some footage here from. Uh, uh, this is from, is this from your senior year or from uh, uh, this college? Is, uh, this is from my junior college. Uh, I, I played at El Camino. Uh, this is one of my uh, highlight tapes right here. And then I also have uh, one from Compton High as well. So let's, you know, so we got, you know, this is incredible. So, and you can check out uh, Deontay's footage on, on YouTube, right, on your channel, on Deontay yeah. Brooks? Yeah. So is it fourth quarter DB or uh, Deontay Brooks? On YouTube, it's just Deontay Brooks. Deontay yeah. Brooks. Yeah. So we want to do uh, two things in the remaining time. We want to make sure we get to your uh, the rapid-fire segment at the end. But I want to know, so so that's a, that's a journey, right? Did you always know that you wanted to play college? I always, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, Actually, I wanted to play in the NFL. That was that was always my dream. Uh, just always played sports growing up. Uh, coming up through, didn't didn't really have like a very supportive like system growing up. Uh, I wasn't the only child growing up, uh, and my mother was sick. Growing, she had lupus when I was diagnosed. When I was about two years, she was diagnosed with lupus. So my grandmother kind of like took care of both of us. 
So I was basically like put in sports just to like keep myself occupied. A lot of times I played baseball, played basketball, played football. Football was the one thing I probably really stuck with. I was a good baseball player, but it's kind of hard to get a lot of people to come watch you out there. Uh, Not as big. And yeah, and I was. I, I think basketball was probably like my favorite sport as a kid. But I kind of like figured in high school I wasn't getting that tall and. I wasn't no point guard, <laughs> so, so I had to like quit that 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 that, that dream. More of the enforcer type. That now, was more huh? the enforcer type. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, we can use you on my team, but uh, okay. So yeah, so you mentioned that. So so you're and we and we know this, and we know that for every athlete, there's I mean, for all these physical tests that you put yourself through, and I can't even imagine watching some of this footage. I mean, the, the amount of time in the gym, the workouts, the preparation, like you said, the year-round camps, there's, uh, you know, it's a battle. Yeah. And for you, um, in what you've shared with me recently, I know that the family's been real important. Yeah. Um, and it's been it's been a challenge recently um, going through through your own grief process. So I appreciate, you know, you, you being present for everybody through that. Definitely. Um, how important to you uh, has your grandma been through this whole sports journey and your own resilience and, and development? Uh, you know, my grandma was always she was always that that person I could always count on that that was always in my corner. Uh, her and my mom, I I, I, I tell people no 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 matter how far no rain no snow couldn't keep them away. Any pop one game I ever had any any. Uh, high school game I ever had it came to any every, they were there every game every game I knew where to find them at I knew where to look at and see my mom and grandma right there so that was always special to me and that's why I think that always kept me motivated to always play it always made them happy it always got them out the house were they, the, were they the stoic quiet fans or were they the loud uh, uh, cheer, cheering you every play probably my grandma <laughs> can probably get to be the loud one probably yeah my mom would probably sit back and be nice and easy but probably my grandma would be the one out there like let's go or something like that and yeah. would you be tracking them as an athlete like where they were in the stands after a play or after you came off yeah yeah definitely yeah I mean I, I mean, that's what you do it for you do it uh, you do it because you like the game you also do it uh, for the fans, you do it for the people who who, who come to cheer you on. Uh, like I said, that was something that motivated me to know that they were there, and I know that I could like make them proud, make a sense of like saying like, "Hey, he's out doing something in the world," rather than other things I could have been doing at the time. So, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. reflection of how they raised you, and yeah, uh, yeah. And so you mentioned the transition, having to go all the way up to. To Oregon, were they able to make any of your games? Or? Oh, they did. They made a, They made two games. Uh, it's kind of, of course, it's been in a different state playing. That's kind of like made hard. it hard. Yeah, but I had two uh, games that I played in California, though, and they did make it. It was up in up north, so they did drive up north and make it make it to them two games as well. So I was very appreciative as well. They watched like, all games on TV though, so they're all like most games that we have are like televised on oh, TV. Oh, great. So, the games that they did kind of watch, they could see it online, and they watched on TV. What network is that? Uh, it was the uh, I f like Big Sky TV up there. I think the important is called Big Sky TV, and then and the Big Sky Net on online. So you could have like just downloaded it on your phone and then watched it online as well. That's great. Yeah, it will stay connected that way. So you mentioned one of your other mentors, uh, Coach Keith. Keith, was he from Compton High or from? Yeah, yeah, he was from Compton High. So I met Coach Keith at Compton High. He was very, uh, he was one of, he probably one of my uh, first uh, coaches that I ever like felt 
they uh pushed me to my to my biggest limits uh like i uh, I had never probably like Growing up, I probably like said this a special athlete. Probably just grew up as a regular athlete, but I guess when I got to him, he he made me uh, more than an athlete. He made me, he pushed me to my hardest limits. He made me do things how I make you guys push the sled, drag a sled <laughs> hundred yards down the field. He made me stay home, stay at the practice while everybody else left. I had to stay and run extra gashers. Things I guess he just saw something more in me than he, and which was which was good. Which so was, it wasn't all roses and and nah, sweet words. No, nah, it wasn't all roses <laughs> and sweet words. I had a lot of bad words for him that I just couldn't get off my mind at the time. But it was definitely it was definitely worth. But it. you felt uh, he saw your potential. Definitely, he he definitely saw my potential, uh, and he. He helped me be the guy I am today. Uh, we're still very close. Uh, he helps me out anything I, I need from him. So shout out to Coach Keith for, uh, for always having my back, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, Coach Keith, because I'm going to be thanking Deontay while he's <laughs> giving me the extra burpee. Um, so that's a key point because even mentors have mentors. And this Definitely. is a key concept that we think that people who have established and made it um, uh, you know, don't continue to draw off the spring of what's helped them develop. And so I appreciate Deontay sharing that because for every uh, youth mentor or coach uh, and for those that are finding themselves a little bit stressed out or overly reactive to winning and losing or the ups and downs of their commitments, um, I encourage you to uh, continue looking out there for someone who can help you with that burnout, stress, uh, or you know, just getting back to the key components of what you love. Um, so thank you, Coach Keith. And for anyone who's out there mentoring youth or mentoring mentors. Exactly. So, okay. Well, we're going to go into our fun segment here. Uh, we'll, we'll change it from the serious, powerful influences to a little bit fun. Get to know De- Deontay. Uh, we're going to give uh, – we have a stopwatch in a minute. Put it on the clock for a minute. There you go. There's our rapid-fire graphic. (laughs) So I think we're going to try and get 10 questions. One minute. Okay. Tell me when to go. We're good to go. Okay, let's see. All right, Deontay, favorite mascot? Viking. Favorite soul food? <laughs> Poor chops. <laughs> okay. Um, favorite workout? Bench press. Your top 40 time? That's put me on the spot right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll pass. Four, four or five. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Right, four or five. Um, f- most tackles in a game? 21. Wow. Uh, okay. Let's see. A person you'd most like to train in the gym this summer? Uh, JJ Watt. All right. Favorite uh, cheat day food? Chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> uh, most often overlooked area of the body in working out? Uh, I'll have to go with hamstrings. Hamstrings, okay. And Jarvis, last one. What do you got? Question? 
No, nothing. <laughs> okay. And profession you'd most likely to be in, if not in the NFL or coaching others? Uh, firefighting. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> That's our rapid fire segment, folks. <laughs> Didn't expect that one to come out. Okay. So, um, it's been an absolute pleasure having Deontay Brooks on our show. I mean, we have the pleasure of oh, we're getting oh, we're getting we're getting to see Deontay doing some muscle ups or something over there uh, in studio. But it is not often that you get to meet people who uh, commit from such a young age and then take their passion, share it with others, uh, and continue on their journey um, even while they go through their own challenges. And so um, it's always an honor for me when we meet athletes who are willing to be that transparent. We know it's not easy. It's not always uh, what we see on the surface to keep showing up and physically doing the grind, like Deontay says, um, when, when, things, when things are not going well. And so what we do in those times as athletes, how we take care of ourselves, who we reach out to, how we treat ourselves, really, that relationship to ourselves as an athlete, as a human being, um, and all that goes into that ecosystem, the important relationships, uh, family, community that we continue to honor and respect uh, are an important part of that evolving journey. So uh, we are humbled today. We are thankful for Deontay to uh, have joined us today. Um, Deontay, tell us uh, how people can find you, connect with you in the future. If you're a youth coach out there or if you want to improve your NFL combine uh, 40 time, how can people find you and get in touch with you? Uh, people can get in touch with me uh, through Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is fourth quarter uh, underscore DB uh, and also Twitter at fourth quarter DB as well. Uh, and then I also work at a studio in Beverly Hills. You guys are always welcome to come up there. Um, uh, always open to work with any any athletes, any youth, that any any parents, any anybody that's want to contact. Uh, like I said, I just like to help, I like to help out everyone. I like to just provide back for the community, uh, especially inner city kids. Uh, you know, kids that really just wasn't uh, didn't have the chance, or really think they don't have a chance to get their word out, or don't have focus, or don't feel like they don't get enough attention, anything like that. I'm more willing to help you guys. No problem. There you have it. And I particularly want to give, uh, you know, thanks and honor to to Deontay's mom and, and grandma, who I know has, you know, recently passed. But uh, I really feel her, her presence in his life. And, um, you know, for all women out there that are uh, role models and, and helping uh, to keep the uh you know rails on the track in uh, difficult situations uh we admire and respect you and there's some some photos there of Deontay with his family um and um we know it's not easy to come on and talk about these things we wish it could always be positive and success and uh interceptions and tackles but uh no, definitely not uh, yeah i mean it, it's the first big 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 death like that that's uh experience like that yeah um like i said my grandma was someone who like who raised me uh especially with my mom my mom being sick as well she took care of my mom her and my mom had a very 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 close relationship as well uh 
it's it's not the hardest thing, but I feel like uh, you just always have to just, just guess you got to prepare yourself for for things like this to happen in life. And I, I feel like the biggest thing she want me to do is to just to, to be happy and live my live my best life. Um, uh, I got the chance to to talk to her, you know, as close as things were happening. Yeah. So uh, I mean, that's the biggest thing I feel I feel happy about that I actually like to got to speak to her. And you know, I got to tell her I love her. She got to tell me she loved me. We got to talk. We had to have a long conversation that we always used to have. So uh, that that was really special for me just to have that 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 moment before she before she passed away. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's important. Yeah, I want to you know thank you again. I know we have to sign off here in a minute, but uh, how we handle grief um, it, it's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Yeah. They want to avoid talking about, but it happens to all of us, and it happens to athletes. Yeah. And um, I can see the way that, on the one hand, there's a physical loss. On the other hand, I can see the inspiration and the meaning she gives to the work we do um, and uh, to your character. Definitely. My, uh, my grandma, if you talk about mentoring, my grandma was the neighborhood mentor. Uh, she took care of all the kids around the neighborhood. Um, I mean, that was, that was the one thing I always – got from her so I think that's probably where I get her from this one to help everyone or help help kids I, mm-hmm. I, I see her help everyone that was that was the biggest thing anything she could give everyone came over my house for food breakfast all my friends the light spend night in my spend a night because they knew they was gonna have a, a, a McDonald's uh, Mc, uh, McGriddle sandwich oh, and, man. <laughs> anything in the morning donuts in the morning anything <laughs> like that she was she was just the giver so uh, she's a beautiful person definitely well, thank you again for honoring her and being here today with us. Thank uh, you. We will be back uh, in two weeks. Uh, and then, um, yes, so thank you again for staying tuned. Uh, st- keep following us on Instagram. Again, Richard Listens at Instagram, on Twitter, and Facebook slash Richard Listens. We appreciate you all. Uh, keep sharing all your ideas uh, for interest in sports, sports psychology, who you'd like to hear from. Uh, we're going to have uh, exciting guests. We're going to have Arit Yellen back on as a part two. And this is Richard Listen signing off. Have a great day, everybody. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.